Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil here with the Tutor Podcast, talking on common sense about how to start, grow, and love your tutoring, teaching, and coaching business. Now, this week, I want to talk about larks, owls, cows, and vampires. It's all about managing your life to fit your natural tendencies. And as I look around me, I think there are probably four types of people. I'll split them up this way. Larks. These are those bloody annoying types who wake up stupid early, six o'clock or before, full of energy and bounce, ready to take on the world. I hate them. At least we sure was one. Then there's the owls. These are owls are, well, well I guess they kind of wake up late from about nine o'clock. Often take a while to get going from what I can see of it, but they're still active quite late into the night. And cows, these are the regular day job sort of routine people. They get up at a reasonable time between 6 and about 8.30, and they're off to bed fairly early too. Not too late, not too early, right in the middle of everything. Now, most people who have a day job seem to run this kind of pattern. And a great deal of society is built around that diurnal routine. And there's my lot, the vampires, the nocturnal beasties, the night creatures who want to sleep when the sun rises and don't need that much sleep by the look of things. I reckon I'm at least 51% vampire, probably as a result of working night shifts in casinos for more than 15 years. There's no real right or wrong here, by the way, because we just all have body clocks that are urging us to wake up or, or go to sleep at certain times. So we just run in the natural body clock pattern unless we deliberately intervene to do something about it. Now, as self-employed tutors and entrepreneurs, we can run any pattern we like and still be successful. The trick is to acknowledge what your natural tenses are and adjust your life to fit or figure out what your business demands and adjust your tendencies to accord with that. Now, there are a lot of people out there who insist that you must be a lark to make it in business. There are all sorts of social media buzzwords in groups like the 4am club, the 5am club, and so on, all promoting this idea to anyone and everyone who's daft enough to listen without giving it a moment's thought. But if you're an owl or a vampire, I think it's important to not get sucked into all that self-righteous social media claptrap about the necessity of being up at the crack of dawn to get your hustle on or grind or whatever buzzword is doing the rounds with the self-appointed influencers and gurus. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? Well, the story goes that the temple of the oracle at Delphi had the words Know Thyself inscribed on its forecourt. And I really want to echo that sentiment. To know and understand oneself is absolutely vital if one's to manage and master oneself. Now, way back when I worked in finance, my boss suggested that I keep a log of what I did every day for a few weeks, jotting down on paper the tasks I was engaged upon. You see, I wasn't coping well with the transition from my previous career in the gaming industry, casinos, where the work began at 9 o'clock in the evening and ended up between 4.30 and 6am. 
and my new role in accountancy within a firm of management consultants. He said he wanted to sort it out because that would be easier, he reckoned, than firing me and finding someone better, or at least someone a bit less difficult. Here's what he said I should do. I should keep a track of what I was doing at half an hour intervals throughout the day. Write down why I was doing it, and then make a note of the domain I was operating in. Now, he split this into work, personal excellence, wasting time, and other people's stuff, and subdivided those things in this way. Work, he said, was split into fair activities. It was fanning, which is the polite word, admin, which is the A, income, and results. F-A-I-R, fair. Then there was the personal excellence stuff, which was things like health, growth, learning, and so on. Then there was wasting time, which he defined as watching telly, going to the pub, or any other mindless activity that didn't contribute to my growth as a person or my wealth and productivity. And then there was the other people's stuff. He said that this was, quote, Anything that had sod all to do with helping you get what you want out of life, end quote. And then finally, he said I should keep a track of my mood or my energy on a scale of 1 to 10 whilst I was doing those things. A 1 meant that I felt like I'd just been dug up out of the ground and 10 was pretty much unstoppable and godlike. And my boss drew four columns on a page of his accounting pad and filled in the headers, time, task, domain and mood. I was a bit sceptical, but he said it would help me to manage the chaos and to figure out how I naturally wanted to live from day to day. Now, reluctantly, I said I'd do it, and when I actually remembered, I did keep score. It was an eye-opener for me. All those years of night shifts, dealing and supervising blackjack, roulette and crap games had turned me into a bloody vampire. You see, as a teenager, I'd always been a lark, working a double paper round every morning, just to earn enough money to buy another guitar. Bit of a pattern developing there, guys. Now that meant being up and out of the house at ten past six to walk to the paper shop in time to open up at half past six. And I did that for six years all the way through school. I never missed a day and I never ran late. Come rain or snow, whatever, I was there. But the casino business had pressed me into the ranks of the undead. So when my boss and I sat down at the end of the month and reviewed my log sheets, I kind of saw his point of view. I realised I was still in casino mode and I was dragging my sorry arse around with no energy at all in the daytime. But I was massively fired up in the small hours. Anyway, over time, I adjusted my routine and eventually settled into my regular Joe job. These days, though, I'm my own boss. And I've drifted back toward that night shift pattern. And it works well for me most of the time. When my energy is low, that's before 8am, I'll be in the office doing the paperwork and taking care of the routine, mundane business stuff. When my energy is pretty good, I'll be out and about. And that usually means looking after my property portfolios. This is usually from 8 in the morning till mid-afternoon if it's a day when I'm out doing planned maintenance. And I do this because I actually enjoy it. I love the practical hands-on stuff and I really like my tenants and I want to take care of them. 
if I'm in the acquisition mode, I'll also be out viewing properties, talking to estate agents and looking for deals. But I work best when my energy and my mood is high. And that means afternoon through to nighttime. There is a bit of a causal link here, and I do acknowledge it because my work teaching guitar makes me incredibly happy and it gives me tons of energy. And I do that up until a reasonable finish time, which is 10 p.m. for me. I'm still on a high then and I'm usually grinning like a maniac. So I'll write, plan, run, cycle or I'll hit the gym whilst I still have that energy and while I'm still gushing. After that, I might be in the recording studio or just jamming while my energy and my mood is still, you know, sky high. Anyway, sleep catches up with me at about 2am. And I have to be careful because I do lose track of time when I'm writing in my little nook or recording in my home studio. I guess, like me, you've probably had your head stuck into something and just lost track of time. And while all nighters are less frequent now than they used to be, but in summer I'll often watch the sun come up before I grab a few hours sleep and start all over again. And for me, it is a few hours. I experimented with polyphasic sleep routines for years. A polyphasic sleep means sleeping more than once in a 24-hour period. Did it off and on while I worked in the gaming industry. Life was pretty tough then. I had to work 60 plus hours a week just to pay the bills. And I cycled more than 240 miles a week just to get to and from work. Then I trained on my bike and prepped for the races that I didn't have a chance of winning because that was my passion. And naps were my saviour back then. I always had boundless energy. Hmm. Makes me wonder what would happen if I did that kind of mileage now. Well, what I'm really getting at here is this. If you know yourself and understand how you are, what your default settings are, then you know what the rules are that your body wants you to obey. Once you know what you naturally want to do, you can fit your life to suit yourself. Now, I acknowledge that I'm single and there's no surprises there. And I don't have a partner or a significant other to consider. But the principle doesn't change. If you know what your rules are, you can work with them, exploit them even. And you can even decide to change them over time or all at once to a new set of rules that might work better for you. The important thing is to develop your own routine. Build it consciously around your energy cycles and your sleep-wake patterns. And because we're tutors and in business for ourselves, we're in a really good position here. Because we have the flexibility to build our lives around that. We have a life of choice, essentially. And we can choose to exploit our gifts and our natural tendencies. I mean, I'm living proof. I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer, but for more than 20 years... I've made a very good living doing what I love most. And that's teaching guitar. Despite having no native musical ability whatsoever, because I was rubbish at it for more than 23 years, because I was doing so much wrong. But these days, I just spend every day doing what I want with people I like, when I want, as mature as little as I want. And I believe anybody can do this in tutoring. Come on, let's face it. If a pudding like me can do it, then anybody can. So the bottom line then is this. 
It doesn't matter if you're a lark, a cow, an owl or a vampire like me. You can tailor your life to fit you. And that makes it more comfortable. Like your favourite pair of jeans or your comfy old sneakers. So, get in touch. Let me know how you got on and what you think. Because I'm just interested. I want to learn from you guys as well as share what I've come to understand and what I think. How do you make your tutoring and coaching businesses work for you? I don't have all the answers. I just have answers that work for me. A sack full of cock-ups behind me. And a trail of destruction that I've left behind. Do get in touch. Drop me a line. It's info at neilcamado.com. And follow me on Twitter, where I am, at TutorPodcast. Hit the subscribe button and leave a review if you can, and you'll automatically get the latest updates as soon as they're live. Right, that wraps it up for today. Join me next time on the Tudor Podcast, where it's all about how to start, grow, and love your tutoring business. Have a fabulous day. Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media, and the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes, and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate, and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow, and love their tutoring businesses.